The universe operates according to specific, unchangeable laws. The order of the universe reflects the kind of structure God wants for our lives. Learn how the universe foretells the glorious future of mankind once we start to keep God's perfect law. Next, on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. We've just had a recent Mars landing, and this world is dazzled by the images coming back from Mars. Uh, the America's Perseverance rover is now traveling across the Martian landscape and sending back pictures better than any they've ever received from Mars. They also have a uh, remote helicopter that they're sending out to collect uh, rocks and soil that they hope to bring back to this Earth later this decade. Now, that is a, a stunning achievement. You have to be impressed by that. And these scientists say that they're going there searching for life. But all they found is a dead and decaying planet, just like they always do when they go on these missions. And that's to be expected in the future as well. But there is a contrast here between Mars and those planets out there, a contrast between them and this Earth. There's all kinds of life on this Earth, and it isn't faring very well either. But the uh, decayed wastelands they're finding out there is uh, quite uh, disappointing to them in many ways. But if they really understood, the most exciting truth of all is this has everything to do with the incredible human potential of man. It is something that ought to mesmerize us in this hopeless world, because it is true and it is reality. God is obviously concerned about the universe, but what He is really concerned about is mankind. David said God was mindful of mankind or his mind was full of the potential of mankind and what his plan is for man. Now, this convulsing world is uh, in need of some stupendous potential. Something is terribly wrong in this world, and yet God has a plan, and everything is being worked out in a very miraculous way. Notice. Psalm 19 and verse 1, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament, or the expanse of heaven, showed His handiwork. So David was celebrating what God had revealed to him about the universe. But I want you to notice verse 2, Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. Now let me read that to you again. What it, and this could it could mean this, and frankly does mean this, in that those two words I'm going to talk to you about. Day unto day utters, that could read, prophesies speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. That reveals could be prophesized too. So if you look at this verse carefully, you can see that these two words, utters and reveals, also means prophesies. So God says that the universe prophesies to us. 
Now, what does God mean by that? It's what it says. And you'll see that as we go through uh, this message today. But day after day the heavens prophesy, and night after night the heavens prophesy. How do they prophesy to us? The universe is prophesying to us every day and night. And so I want to talk to you about that subject today. The universe prophesies to us. What does God mean by that? And how important is that to us? Well, verse 3 says, There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. There is no speech or no language where the voice of the heavens is not heard. That's quite a statement. Wherever you find speech or any kind of language, there the voice of the universe will be heard. What is that voice? What is God talking about? He says that uh, you're going to hear that voice loud and clear. And that unspoken message needs to be understood. What is it? Verse 4 reads this way, Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the uh, world. In them has He set a tabernacle for the sun. So the line has gone out through all the earth. Now, what God is telling us here is that uh, the universe is perfectly submissive to God's rule, and, and it declares God's glory. The Hebrew word translated line refers to a measuring rule or cord, and it is the same word as used in Job 38 and verse 5, where God says He stretched the line upon the earth to measure it. So He, he measures the earth. So this word actually refers to a, like a musical string or an accord or harmony. It's like there's a, just a, a great orchestra being conducted by God through the universe. And there is, there is real music there, and there's real miraculous understanding coming from all of that. Now let's take a look at uh, Psalm 19, verses 7 and 8. These heavenly bodies are just like a great orchestra being conducted by God. And what harmony we do see up there, in spite of the fact that those planets are dead and in a state of decay. But notice what it says in verses 7 and 8, The law of the Eternal is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes, verses 7 and 8. So the harmony comes from this law. Now some commentaries think, well, now this is like a different subject. All of a sudden he, he was talking about the universe, and now he's talking about the law being applied to man. What is that? Is that really another subject? No, it isn't. It's the same subject, and it's, a, it's where the universe is prophesying to man. Prophesying to man. Let me give you a few quotes here. This is from our booklet on our awesome universe potential, and we'll offer that to you at the end of the program. But notice this. This is really a prophecy about what the law will do in your life. 
what is it going to do in our lives? Well, His spiritual law, in the same way that the universe submits to His physical law, that will bring you harmony with God and other people. Just like the heavens themselves, your life will also begin to declare God's glory. Your marriage and family will show His handiwork. You will make beautiful spiritual music, just as the sun does as it spreads its glorious light, and you will make beautiful, beautiful harmony with the laws of God. So hear what the heavens are saying. They are pouring forth evidence of a designer and sustainer, and as you will see, they are also prophesying about the wonderful future, about our lives today and our future. Think about this. God, all of a sudden, He switches from talking about the universe to talking about the law that is that struck all the complexity and the laws that structure the universe and make it so marvelous that all of these planets don't collide and destroy each other, because they are subject to laws. And then He switches to man and says, now if you, if you will learn the lesson from that, that man, if he will apply those laws to himself, God's laws to himself, that he will have great harmony and joy and peace, just like the universe, as far as its structure is concerned. Now, that's something that we really do need to think about. It is awesome, to say the least. It goes on to say in the booklet, though the planets and stars are in a state of decay, there is remarkable structure and order, very great structure and order. And a little further down, the booklet reads, our free booklet, our awesome Universe Potential says, quote, They are speaking about the past. They are teaching us about what is and what should be happening right now. And as we will see, they are also prophesying about the majestic future. They are prophesying about our future, what we can be today, and what we're going to be even more so in the future. And that is where the human potential comes in and where we need to discuss that. David was meditating on the universe and all the laws that hold it together, and connecting this with mankind. He said, if we apply God's law in our own lives and our jobs and relationships and families, it will produce order and harmony and, of course, happiness and joy. Now that is an amazing prophecy right out of the universe. It is what David said we ought to understand from seeing that. Notice what it says in verse 4 of Psalm 19. Their line, I'll read this again, is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them has He set a tabernacle for the sun, S-U-N. Well, now, that's really referring to Jesus Christ, and I'll show you that this. It's all a tabernacle for the sun. There's another prophecy I want to talk to you about that the, this sun is referring to. Malachi 4 and verse 2, notice what it says there. The sun, S-U-N, of righteousness shall arise and with healing in his wings. There the sun specifically points us to Jesus Christ. Though it is spelled S-U-N, it is capitalized because it is talking about the Son of God. 
See, this is a prophecy. Pretty soon you're going to see Jesus Christ back on, on this earth ruling it with a rod of iron, <laughs> with His laws, with all of His laws, so that they can have the same kind of structure and the same kind of harmony and music orchestrated by God, all of this. And man will begin to have all the joy and peace and happiness that he wants so badly, but he never can have it because he's transgressing God's laws, God's way of life, God's Word. God is showing us what it, this sunrise is going to be like. It is prophesied. That's why God calls it the Sun, capitals, capital S-U-N, because it's referring to Jesus Christ, and He's going to be like the Sun to this entire earth. He's going to bring light to this old dark world, and that's prophecy for today. It, it's a, every time you see the Sun, you really ought to be thinking about that. It's a type of what Jesus Christ is about to bring to this earth, and it's darkest just before the dawn. We're about to see His return as this world is ready to destroy all human life. Our number one problem today is that of human survival, and yet we're going to other planets looking for, for life. And we're about to destroy all life on this planet. And we'd do the same thing if we found life in Mar on Mars. Something is wrong with man. Well, this universe tells you man won't listen to the structure God has given them, the laws that God has given them, so they can have peace and joy and happiness. Now, that is reality. The Earth travels. 430 miles per second, over 1.5 million miles per hour, yet we never go flying off the space because, thankfully, the law of gravity anchors us to this planet, or we just go flying off. All of that, you see, is guided and structured by laws, and that's what the lesson that man has not learned. He just simply has not learned that yet. The Earth travels around the Sun once a year, and all of these planets are moving around, and it's all coordinated by God's laws, and He's orchestrating it all, and it has great structure, and it has tremendous beauty. Even in the decaying planets, there's great beauty and great understanding there. The universe prophesies how our lives must be structured like the universe, and it will produce harmony you've never even imagined. That's how wonderful this is. Notice how God is upset with man because he's not doing this, he's not learning these lessons the way he should. David certainly learned it, and the prophets, and many people in the Bible did. Notice, Verse 18 of Romans 1, it says here, The wrath of God revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. The word hold should be suppresses. They suppress the truth. Scientists suppress the truth at times. And that, there's all kinds of proof of that. 
And God's wrath is on people in this world because they keep suppressing the truth and they won't let Him or they won't follow His structure in His orchestrating all the harmony that we should have and don't have. We have precisely the opposite. Notice verses 19 and 20, "...that which may be known of God is manifest in them, people who disbelieve, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, like the universe." It shows you clearly that an invisible God had to create that. There's no way anything like that could evolve, and some of the scientists will tell you that, but not very many. Not very many. But it goes on to say, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The Hubble telescope has revealed 10,000 times what we've been able to see from land-based telescopes of the past, and we, we see so deeply into the universe, and there's no excuse for us not seeing God in all of that. That's what these scriptures are telling us, and God is full of wrath because of that. He loves mankind, and He has a great future for mankind, and He's going to teach them how to live. That's why Christ is coming back so that we can, He can structure this earth so families can be happy, marriages can be happy, mankind can be prosperous and healthy, and just living an abundant life, every single one of them, and that will happen very soon, very soon indeed. They used to, from the land-based telescopes, they used to just see some black spaces out there, and they thought it, there was nothing there. And then the Hubble telescope came along, and they saw 3,000 galaxies in that black spot, which uh, each one has an average of 200 billion stars, if you can imagine that. We, we see we have uh, this, this powerful Hubble telescope that has just sent back the most exciting images we'll ever see from the universe. I don't know, I, well, perhaps we'll see some greater ones yet, but, but perhaps not. That they are so amazing from this great uh, telescope. But uh, now we're getting images from Mars that are just astounding. Uh, from that planet, we can see it so clearly, and God says, well, you, there's so many things that have happened, you are without excuse. There's no excuse for you not understanding that God created the universe. You should be able to figure that out. It's prophecy. It's prophesying to us. If you understand this Word of God, here's what one scientist admitted in Newsweek magazine in June 1991. He said, Time and time again astronomers have been humbled by the realization that nature's imagination is much greater than their own. Nature's imagination is much greater than man's. Well, who is nature? What is nature? See, they, they, they have, even have a problem even saying God, I guess. Nature didn't create anything. God created nature. It is God that created all of this, and has an imagination far greater than man 
And we should be able to see that, that invisible God. And there's a reason why He's invisible. And if you don't understand that, we'll, we'll write us and we'll tell you why. Our book on Mr. the Ages certainly explains that very clearly. And we have other booklets that clear up that great mystery, we'll say. These, these men can recognize the, these, uh, how great the imagination of nature is, which there is no such thing. But there is a God that has so much more imagination than we have. And, and look, look, at, look at human nature and what, what, what's wrong with man. That's what God is trying to tell us. He's, he's trying to teach us that human nature is undisciplined, it's lawless, and it brings all kinds of problems on this earth. And that's why we're facing as our biggest problem that of human survival. And yet we're out on Mars trying to find life. And we ought to be here on this earth solving these problems, and we could solve them if we just listened to God. They could have the same harmony and beauty as the structure of the universe. What music, what an orchestra that is by God! If we, if we could just see this. Do you see the invisible God in the universe? Well, if we don't see that, we don't see much at all. What is the universe without a mankind? Not very much value at all. Well, it goes on to say, uh, verse 21, Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. That's what God is saying about those scientists that reason around God and what He has done in His creation of the universe. Verse 25 says, Who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creation? It should read, More than the Creator who is blessed forever. Here we are worshiping, in many ways, the creation, not the Creator. That's what this trip to Mars is all about. Where is God? We, we go up there saying, Well, is there life there? They ought to be asking a different question, like, Why are Mars and the rest of the universe there? And why is it in a state of decay? That's a great story. And we'll send you literature to explain that, too. A great story. But here, men often worship science and scientists and, and uh, things and beings. But we ask, well, is there life on Mars? No, there isn't. And there isn't life on any of those other planets. Everything indicates that. And uh, we ought to be asking, well, is there a creator of Mars? Is there a creator of Mars? Of course there is. Of course there is. They, 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 they ought to be, we ought to know that. But notice what God does, and this is sobering. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. God just says, Okay, you don't want to retain God in your knowledge? Then I'll just turn you over to a reprobate mind. That's the way it is. If, God, if we don't want to retain God in our knowledge, and that's the problem here, 
We don't want to do that. That's why we can't see God. We can't see anything if we give ourselves over to a reprobate mind. We can never see God in anything, because we're transgressing all His laws that really would make our lives sing and like a great human voice with such beauty, and just like hearing a great orchestra. Oh, if only we'd be structured the way God wants us to be structured. That's what we need. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. The universe operates according to specific, unchangeable laws. The order of the universe reflects the kind of structure God wants for our lives. Scientists marvel at the order of the universe, yet most of them reject the all-powerful God who created it. Request our free book, Mystery of the Ages, to learn about the Almighty Creator God. The Creator of the universe also created you, and He believes that you are a superior creation to the universe. How can this be possible when images of the universe stretch our imaginations? Study Mystery of the Ages to discover the hidden component within the human mind that makes our potential incredible beyond belief. Understand why the universe is now in a state of darkness and decay, unlike the way it was created. Learn your part in fixing it. Request our free booklet, Our Awesome Universe Potential, for the stunning facts about the great beyond. Ponder the remarkable mind that created all we see in outer space and all that exists past our ability to observe. Most importantly, find out why the vast, uninhabited universe was created. Earth is the only planet with life for a vital reason, but our planet won't be alone in the universe forever. Study our awesome universe potential to uncover the ultimate destiny of mankind in the farthest reaches of the black unknown. Also request Gerald Flurry's free reprint article, Mars Landing, a preview of your incredible potential. There is no life on Mars, but we are still enthralled by it. How could an empty planet inspire so much passion and excitement? This says a lot about our future in outer space, whether or not mankind knows about that future. It's as if we're drawn to other planets and galaxies by a subconscious realization that we're meant to populate the universe. Please request a free subscription to the Philadelphia Trumpet News Magazine. Get God's perspective on space exploration and a range of other subjects, including world events, Bible prophecy, finance, economics, health, and family. Read articles like Putin and the Greatest Catastrophe and the interview that shook the royal family. Know what is happening in the wild world around you. Understand why the chaos and suffering. Discover the real, tangible solution to all human problems. All our materials are available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Mystery of the Ages, Our Awesome Universe Potential, Mars Landing, a preview of your incredible potential, and a Trumpet News Magazine subscription. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629.
all our materials are available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Mystery of the Ages, our awesome universe potential, Mars Landing, a preview of your incredible potential, and a Trumpet News Magazine subscription. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. The preceding program was a paid presentation of The Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.